0: Hi, everyone. I'm Anika, and this is the Tried and Truth podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. If you are new, welcome. I'm so glad that you're here, new you friends and old friends. Just glad that we can be here together today. If you're like me, you have probably experienced many seasons of your life where you didn't want to admit it, but you felt so overwhelmed, whether it was Overwhelmed in parenting, overwhelmed at work, overwhelmed in just the decision-making process, feeling like there are so many decisions to be made or so many steps to take and I don't even know where to start. For anxious souls, that whole keep calm and carry on mentality, it just almost feels like a joke, a little bit offensive, especially if you suffer from anxiety or, or just have those anxious thoughts. A lot of what I have suffered with a lot of uh, my life, you see, when you see everything that you have to do and you think about everything on your to-do list, your brain doesn't just view it for what it is. You suddenly feel threatened and you enter this scarcity mindset, right? Your body goes into this, I I need to make a response, I need to do something because I feel threatened by all these things that I've got going on. We feel like there's not enough energy, not enough time to fit into this day, this week, this season. And hence we become so overwhelmed by the thought of doing and the response we must make to these seemingly insurmountable tasks as simple as they might be. And what results is we find ourselves at this bottom of a mountain. Really in this lull, we feel uncertain, we feel exhausted, we feel confused, just unable to even think clearly or take a step. We feel so overburdened by our overwhelm. So if this is you, I am here to help you today. I am sharing three secrets, one of which I just learned yesterday, and I am so excited to share it with you. It's just so timely to be able to hear it, and what a gift to be able to share it here today. So let's dive in. So when you feel overwhelmed, so often it has this just negative connotation. But here's the truth, overwhelm is not a sign of weakness or unwillingness or a matter of fault, but often right, it's the state of mind and it can, in fact, be influenced to change. You see here's the secret that I learned yesterday that I'm so excited to share with you. Oftentimes when you are overwhelmed, it is a result of a lot of things going right. Now stick with me on this one. I want you to think about what it is that is overwhelming you. What are the things that are overwhelming you? The ability to even do those things that are on your list or the decisions that you have to make are a gift. They are something that you get to do and oftentimes they are that result of the things that you have dreamed of, that you've worked for or worked towards, maybe professionally or personally, the things that you wanted, those things you get to do and not necessarily have to do. You dreamed of being a parent, and now there's a lot that comes with that. You dreamed of climbing the ladder at work or achieving a certain level or getting a certain job. You wanted to have more freedom or more flexibility, and and because of that right, come other choices that you now have the choice to get to do or you now have the ability to be a parent right so it can be a result of a lot of things going right so this secret number one i just challenge you to change your perspective and think about overwhelm as a result of a lot of things going right but the secret comes with a second secret i want you to think of your favorite sport that you watch that you've been part of maybe that you played and i want you to think what would that sport be without boundaries what would a race be without lanes boundaries are in a game for a reason otherwise right it's simply just sheer chaos in these games and these activities in these sports there are bounds for a reason likewise you must create the bounds in your life you know just because you can and i've talked about this before it doesn't mean that you have to and here is the true underlying problem We fill space in our lives with one thing, and we tend to see that power of one come alive. It's this proof to others that we can do it, and so they send more things our way. It's this proof to ourselves that we can do more. So we think, well, if I can do that, I can do one more thing and add one more thing and say yes to one more thing. And before you know it, this power of one has created this World of overwhelm in our lives, we've lost this ability to really set these boundaries. So, my husband and I are, are pretty avid book readers, whether it's on audiobook or, or reading when we have a chance. And we're always convincing the other one that you've got to read this next book that I just finished. And anyway, he recently finished a book called To Hell with the Hustle. And I was really trying to just take a moment to enjoy my lunch I went and sat on our front porch and I grabbed the book and we are also very avid underliners so I thought okay I don't have time to read this book right now I've got a couple of others I can finish but I'm going to look and see what he's underlined and I flipped this page and I want to share this with you because I thought gosh this really speaks to part of the problem it says here's the truth we have to reckon with slow or silent space doesn't mean wasted space no matter how much our world tells us it does Empty space does not need to always inherently be filled. It can just be. What would it look like if we were people who reclaimed spaces of silence as an act of resistance in our daily lives? Isn't that good to really think about? When I saw that page, I just felt like clearly I was supposed to open it up to this page because it is so good. It's so good. Like We feel this need to fill the silence. We feel feel this need even just in the simple of small things in life. Think about the reason you pick up your phone or you open up social media or you know, you find a way to distract your mind. We don't like silence. And so we fill it and we fill it and we fill it. And I, I think we have the same problem in our daily lives with our schedules. We think that we have this time. And so we add one more thing and add one more thing and take on one more thing. And, and that is part of our challenge. But what if we could just really embrace these moments of silence and not feel this pressure to fill them in our lives. If you have felt the feeling of being overwhelmed, you know oftentimes it really feels as if someone is shaking us to our core. We feel perplexed, unable to think clearly, and I have to say I'm starting to believe that there are some things in life that really shake us to awaken us. Really though, you know, it's this chance to when we feel shaken in our core, it's this chance to say wake up. Wake up to what's around you. Wake up to wonder, to what matters, to what doesn't. Really, awaken your senses, awaken your soul. We gotta be shaken to awaken sometimes. So think about what it is that you need to wake up to today. You need a moment to think, to breathe, and to clear the noise. So here is secret number two. Give your true inner voice, your soul, the space to speak and remind you of what is good and what is you. Give your ears this moment to hear the whispers and your eyes a chance to see this beauty and wonder around you. So I challenge you to figure out how you're gonna be able to just unplug, be silent, have no agenda and be still for five minutes. That sounds so simple, so elementary, but I challenge you to just five minutes, literally put a timer on your phone can you do it? Can you do five minutes? It's harder than you think, but you own creating this space for you. I had coffee with a friend this morning and we were talking about how we really have this responsibility for the energy that we bring into our homes and and into the room. And we've got to create this space that is the space we so desire, this place of maybe it's tranquility or positivity or encouragement or peace and stillness. And I was telling her how you know at night I have started putting on really relaxing music and lighting a candle because just as much as I need to wind my mind down, I think my kids have the same thing. There's so much running around us and running within us and we have got to create the space for that. We've got to create the space for what it is that we want. The problem is that without boundaries, we create so much overwhelm and overlap. Like I said, think about that sport or that activity or or a race. When we don't have boundaries, there is so much overlap and overwhelm. And there is not overflow. When our lives are overwhelmed, our souls inherently can become underwhelmed. And when our souls become underwhelmed, it's very hard to overflow, to have an outflow of good, to sow good things. Because the place that is deep within us that needs to be filled is not. And the spaces in our mind that don't need to be filled are, and we have an imbalance. So don't let your soul be underwhelmed while you're creating overwhelm in your life. And the last secret I want to share with you today is, so my third secret that I want to share with you today is to not forget how to use the magnifying glass that you have in your life. Here's what I mean. Think about the word exaggerate for a second. The word exaggerate means to magnify limits beyond truth, to make things go beyond what is what is real. And it's not that we have a busyness problem or a to-do problem or a decision-making problem or too many decisions to make. It's kind of a user error problem. We have forgotten how to use the magnifying glass in our life rather than using it for these moments that are filled with wonder and laughter and joy and love. We have minimized so many of these and you know rather than using this magnifying glass to to count our blessings we've used it to magnify our to-do list or to-be list to create this magnified sense of overwhelm and things we've got to go out there and and achieve and accomplish and check off the list and be part of and engage with you know this is all just but a season and i get it like if you've got toddlers at home i'm raising a hand right there with you like everyday sometimes feels like an eternity but all of this is a season and this too shall pass. So I want you to think about this magnifying class that you have in your, your tool belt, in your life tool belt. And how can we magnify those, those things that are around you, those blessings that surround you? What do you need to do right now in this moment, in this season, because it's not forever? You have power over the source of your overwhelm. And you know how I know this, because you're at the root of it because you have things that you do. You have decisions that you have put in front of you. You have a to-do list you've created. You have these thoughts in your head and so much of this starts with you. If you're like most people, you have decided to take on a lot of things on your own. Why? Why aren't you asking for help? Is it pride? Is it control? Do you think you can do it better, faster, cheaper, smarter? Or do you just have this serious issue of control? You know, whose expectations are are you filling? Is there even an expectation? Or have you created one for yourself without even asking you know sometimes I and my husband and I have even had this conversation you know I think that I need to be doing more and I think I need to be doing more at home or as a parent or as a mom or as a wife and he's like absolutely not I wasn't even thinking of those things those things never even crossed my mind and it's so true that we create expectations at work or at home that no one is setting but ourselves so I want to ask you this whose expectation are you filling is there even an expectation out there and have you set one without even asking what someone is needing from you so remember that you know this magnifying glass is a tool to be used in your life but use it for the moments that are filled with wonder and laughter and love we've minimized far too many of these so count your blessings and magnify those not your to-do list and not your to-be list which is creating this magnified state of overwhelm you know, last week I surprised my mom for her 65th birthday. My brother and I flew down there and it was so fun. I had our brother and sister pick me up at the airport and we drove the 45 minutes to my parents' house and we'd planned all these scenarios in our mind. We had a cake and we had balloons, and what if they're outside and what if they're in the backyard? And it was just really cool how it all played together um she had just gotten home and the garage was open and we thought oh no they're gonna see us and so we snuck around the corner and we realized no one's in the garage and so i i walked in and lo and behold the door was unlocked because she had just walked in and we walked in and saying happy birthday and surprised her and we were laughing and we were crying and it was just such a beautiful picture of just uh, love and and joy that Um, I'd forgotten just the, the wonder of surprise and the wonder of creating so many of these moments. And the weekend just really afforded an opportunity to have a lot of conversations that we hadn't had a chance to have before. I think the last time that my my mom and my brother and i were together was probably over a decade ago just because there's there's so much that has happened since then and you know we had some really great conversations and and there was one night i was trying to stay awake till my brother came to surprise my mom and we're we're chatting in the room and i said you know what is what is that one thing that you would tell your younger self and she said you know i've thought about this a lot i've thought about what would i tell my younger self and she said i just wish i could go back and tell myself it's all going to be okay my mom had a really hard life. She fought cancer and a lot of jobs and a lot of worries and a lot of just struggles in every arena of her life and to see where she is now and to be able to reflect on all the things that she went through. And she said, I just wish I could have told myself it's all going to be okay. And it was just such a beautiful reminder to myself. And I'm sharing this with you today that it's all going to be okay. This is is but a moment to magnify the things in front of you that matter. So my hope and prayer for you today is that your anxious heart would be calmed, that your overwhelmed mind would turn to your unburdened mind, that you would have this courage to set boundaries for yourself and for your life, and that you would have the strength and courage to take just one step at a time. I hope that you would get wisdom today to use your magnifying glass wisely and that the only overwhelming thing in your life would be this overwhelming love and grace and just sense of wonder that surrounds you and that covers you today. So I hope today's message has been encouraging for you and inspiring to you and has really just challenged you to think a little bit differently about this state you might be going in. And if this episode has been helpful, I would love for you to just share it with a friend who you know is going through a very serious season of overwhelm because it can feel so heavy, especially if you are in a a lull of maybe a little bit of depression or a little bit of anxiety and and I do believe in, in getting help for any of those different mechanisms. And so often help just starts with um, friends, with the people that surround you in your immediate circle. So if this can be encouraging for someone that you know, please share this episode with them. So I'll wrap up today with today's truths and takeaways. Number one, well, thanks for tuning in to today's episode. And just like I do in every episode, I will wrap us up with today's truths and takeaways. Number one, a sense and feeling of overwhelm can be a result of a lot of things going right. The things you've dreamed of, worked for, worked towards, wanted, and get to do, not necessarily have to do. Number two, set your boundaries. You need a moment to think, to breathe, to clear the noise. Give your true inner voice, that soul within you, the space to speak and to remind you of what is good and that which is truly you. You've got to give your ears a moment to hear the whispers and your eyes a chance to see the beauty and wonder around you. Number three, unplug, be silent, have no agenda, be still for five minutes. If you can't do five, try one. Number four, the problem is that without boundaries, we create overwhelm and overlap in our lives, not overflow. When our lives are overwhelmed, our soul tends to become underwhelmed. And when our souls become underwhelmed, it's hard to have an overflow, to pour out good, to reap and sow good things. And number five, remember where to use your magnifying glass. Use it to magnify the moments in your life that are filled with blessing, not to magnify your to-do list and your to-be list. And lastly, it's all gonna be okay. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for checking out today's episode. I hope that you have an amazing day, an amazing week, and that you walk away to date with a few just tips and secrets in your back pocket to overcome the overwhelm and shift the overwhelm in your life to being consumed by the overwhelming sense of love and blessing and wonder in your life. So I look forward to chatting with you next week. Thanks for being here if you haven't already. Would love for you to subscribe to the podcast. Take a few seconds to share your thoughts on this week's episode share it with a friend and until next time